On this episode of Take Talks Business, I welcome Anna Helmer and Lori Martin of Chesapeake Public Schools Career and Technical Education Program. Lori, Anna, thank you so much for joining me and the listeners of Take Talks Business. Uh, thanks for stopping by and, and having this conversation with us. Um, thank you so much for having us. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. So, um, so our listeners know who is who. Um, I'll start with Lori. Uh, Lori, can you provide a little bit of background uh, for yourself professionally and how that has brought you to the CTE program with uh, Chesapeake uh, Public Schools? Well, thank you so much and um, good afternoon. And my name is um, Lori Martin and I'm currently the STEAM CTE coordinator for Chesapeake Public Schools. I'm in, currently in my 17th year with Chesapeake and I started um, at Deep Creek High School as a marketing education teacher. And through that, I've held several positions in the city throughout the years. Um, and then now I'm recently just got an honor to be selected to be the STEAM CT coordinator with Chesapeake. And my main job right now is to spearhead a new project that we're doing to build a computer science pipeline in our school division. Gotcha. And for our listeners, because I know sometimes within the business community, within the schools, sometimes we get used to talking acronyms and, and we don't even think twice about it. Yeah. So for the clarity of our listeners, one, what does CTE stand for? Um, CTE stands for Career Technical Education. So that's the um, what the CTE stands for. And my current position is, again, um, overseeing STEAM and as, as a CTE coordinator. And then my uh, partner here is one of our supervisors. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. And when you say STEAM and STEM, what is that clarification? Well, the um, the STEAM, I know it's, a lot of people, it's changed a little bit. We've added that A in there. So, of course, it's science, technology, engineering. We've added the A in for art and mathematics. Gotcha. So, it's really, um, a lot of people have heard the STEM, but we the new concept is kind of going in and bringing that art in there as well in order to build that awareness for students in the division. Gotcha. Wonderful. And Anna, yourself, what has brought you to us today? Wonderful. Um, well, again, my name is Anna Helmer, and I am one of the Career and Technical Education Supervisors for Chesapeake Public Schools. Uh, this is my 27th year in education and my 26th year in Chesapeake. Um, I started as a technology education teacher within the CTE area at Western Branch High School. Um, from there, I moved into administration and held a, have held a few different roles in the district, um, but for 10 years, I have served as the C, one of the CTE supervisors. How has that changed from what I guess most of us, and we won't give away any of our ages <laughs> at, at this location, um, but but for most of us growing up, I think we all kind of related it to shop class or home ec. So so how has that transition taken place, and 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 what is now a CTE program within not just your school system, but within school systems across the nation? And I'll I'll jump in on that one. Um, and and as you said, many adults think of CTE as our vocational classes as. Okay. Um, shop and home ec uh, of what um, may have been back a few decades ago. Um, but CTE really now offers students the opportunity to to look at career options, to gotcha. open up the doors to um, in high school before you're paying for it, um, you know, if you're going on to trade school or college or community college, um, in looking at the options that are there. So everything from marketing and entrepreneurship to business and information technology, um, graphic design, um, photography, photojournalism, I mean, all of those are parts of what we, we look at doing, engineering and architecture. Um, so CTE really encompasses uh, a lot of different courses that allow students that introductory to 
finding out what might be their career piece. And um, because within our courses we offer um, industry credential testing as a part of some of the courses, students can go in and actually come out with um, some validation of what they've learned. And, and with those credentials, they can take those on. And again, looking at um, if they want to go right to work after high school, they can go in and, and have those certifications that would put them above other students or other career, op, uh, other um, employees coming in because they're able to come in with that, those credentials with them. Yeah. Um, and then again, we have a lot of dual enrollment opportunities and the dual enrollment is, um, is just what it says. It is um, earning a, credential, a credit in high school, but also at college, at the community college level. And so those dual enrollment classes give students the college option already yeah. and coming in with the rigor of what they're learning, but also um, you know, can take those on to some are transferable into um, career certificates with the, within the community college system. Um, but some can also transfer on into um, a four-year college if that's what they want to do. Gotcha. So I think really giving the, the kind of the, the gamut of openings into what, what do I want to do as a career and how can I get there? And it, it, there, are, there are many different paths and every mm. student needs to find that path for themselves. <laughs> and um, so I think that is probably one of the biggest things that CTE is able to do. Um, whereas, you know, in, in, some decades ago, it was, um, it was an elective. It just kind of was you went in and, and, and did what you did. It was fun. And yeah. um, so now it really can focus on the, the career opportunities that students can That's have. That's great. And, and talking a little bit about kind of the past versus the, the present, um, there's a, been a big effort, I know, especially in the last couple of years, of, of the awareness, of explaining that there, there has been this transition. Um, and it's my understanding that um, February is CTE Awareness Month in Chesapeake. Um, can you all talk a little bit about uh, that effort and, and what you've been able to do for those listening, whether it's uh, when the podcast is released here uh, at the end of February or if you're listening in the future, uh, we're having this discussion in about mid-February. Um, so there's a little bit of time left, but even for those listening after the fact, can you talk a little bit about kind of how that awareness effort has, has come about? Absolutely. Um, so again, CTE Awareness Month is actually National CTE Awareness Month. Okay. So, um, which is, you know, again, is a, a national effort in getting the word out about CTE. Yeah. Um, and one of our main goals in Chesapeake is strengthening career and technical education. Um, yeah. And we are doing that through awareness. And that is really a kind of letting folks know that it's not, um, it's not home ec and shop, really what is CTE about. So um, as a part of this month for us in Chesapeake, um, we have, um, been recognized by our Chesapeake School Board. I mean, obviously those folks um, support what we do, but just to, to have them talk about that at their board meeting. Yeah. Um, but also on February the 9th, our Chesapeake City Council um, recognized us and Mayor Rick West um, uh, signed a proclamation claiming um, oh, February nice. two, 2021 as uh, CTE Awareness Month in Chesapeake. So nice. um, again, that, that's a, again a validation for us. We have also throughout the month been doing a really strong media campaign um, highlighting business leaders in Chesapeake, um, our Chesapeake educators and students in, um, in CTE. Um, with that, we've also been highlighting um, CTE in Black History Month, highlighting African-Americans in careers um, aligned with CTE courses. Oh, okay. And, um, and then obviously we always wanna celebrate our teachers and our students. Yeah. And so we've had a, um, a celebration um, kind of section where we have celebrated our teachers and students of what they're doing in the classrooms. And obviously right now our classrooms look a little bit different. So some of our postings have been um, virtual or blended, um, you know, kind of 
um, highlights, but it is definitely um, one of the big pushes that we've had. And we've um, been pushing that on, out on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, we've had some folks wanting us to go TikTok a little bit because that's what the <laughs> students look at. Yeah. But, um, but again, all three of those media sources are really what we're using and pushing out and getting that out into the community um, as well. So that's awareness great. is one of our biggest pieces for this month. And, and, and then we want to carry that on. We want to not stop February 28th. We don't want that to be our last day. We want to continue to do that highlighting. But we really felt like with the Awareness Month, it was a great time to kick it off and, yeah. and get it out there. Yeah, we've well, been placing signs up around the city. So business leaders may have seen different yard signs and flags up as yes. well. We've had nice. Also, yeah. Nice. Well, we had talked about this a little bit before we got started about the fact that this is a literally generational long conversation that, that has been had, will continue to be had. Um, so it's great to see that, that outreach across not just the school system itself, but throughout the city, throughout the region, throughout the nation. Um, and Lori, speaking of outreach, you, you were kind enough to come and speak with the Chamber's uh, Chesapeake Division Board about a new program that you all launched. Um, I don't know if it was purposeful or not, but, <laughs> but it definitely coincided at a good time. So will yes. you speak a little bit about the new program you're offering? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, this program actually kind of started back in December of, of 2018. Our um, superintendent, Dr. Cotton, alongside the superintendent in Loudoun County got together and they crafted mm -hmm. a grant because they kind of had that forethought of knowing that we were kind of heading into a workforce crisis in the technology industry. So they Gosh. crafted a grant through um, Go Virginia, which is a, a out of Richmond, it's a group of um, senior business leaders that are kind of working together in the private sector to kind of grow and create jobs through state incentives for regional collaborations with businesses and education and government. So um, they crafted the grant in 2018, and we were lucky in 2019, December 2019, to be awarded a $2.4 million grant alongside Loudoun County. Wow. And so the purpose of the grant is to kind of build this computer science pipeline. And um, both Loudoun and Chesapeake are working kind of together and then separately. We both have different um, initiatives and goals. And one of our main initiatives in Chesapeake is to really start building that we're offering um, middle school computer science courses starting next year in the fall we're going to have um, computer science concepts in our sixth and seventh and eighth grade courses at all ten of our middle schools and really the reason for that is to kind of start kids younger yeah. um, to really dive in there and to learn about computer science and coding and technology and cybersecurity so that they will go on and take advanced level classes in high school and then the purpose of this is to also hopefully see them we're going to track them after high school and see whether they go right into the workforce or they go into a you know community college or to a four-year school and get a degree in the technology world and then stay in virginia and work and so um our state was one of the first states in 2018 i believe it was 2017 that initiated that there was going to be computer science standards in all grades k through 12. so we were one of the first states to initiate that so we're really pushing that um, the other um, big piece of this, besides the middle school courses, is we're incorporating an internship program. Nice. So that's where I've been able to come out and talk to, I know the Chamber of Commerce, I went out and talked to, to the Chesapeake Economic Development, I've had lots of different presentations, and I've had been fortunate enough to meet with a lot of businesses um, since I started this position in, the, um, in August. 
And just to kind of really build that internship program and make that partnership with our school district, uh, many of the businesses I've met with have really saw a need. Um, I've talked to a lot of companies in cybersecurity and computer science and technology, and they all have said that they do see that need that we're not going to be, you know, graduating students with that skill set. And so I do think we're, um, our superintendent, of course, is very forward-thinking, innovative, and he's very an avid supporter of the program. And so I think we're already seeing that we're going to be kind of jumping ahead of that and making sure that we graduate students who will be able to go right back into our workforce and build that um, that, that we see coming in, in, in technology. Um, so, I, of course, I'm always looking for businesses to want to be part of our internship program. Um, we also are hosting a virtual internship fair on March 25th. We have students who are registering. Um, I have students registering every day for that. And I'm looking still more for businesses who would like to partner with us. Um, and then, of course, as far as, as far as being part of our internship program, I tell businesses all the time that um, it's a way for them to kind of gain insight into future talent. Um, they can build brain awareness and kind of give back to the community as partnering with us. So we're really excited about the initiative. Um, we've got a lot of great things planned, um, you know, for the summer and for the coming years to kind of build that for our students. That's great. It seems like the schools are doing a, a, a great job of trying to adapt to the conditions of a particular area or a particular region. You talk about the, the computer science and cybersecurity. Um, can either of you kind of talk a little bit about kind of how the history of that has adapted and, and, and what, what does it take, whether it's within a school system or a community or a business community as a whole, to kind of move that needle, to, the, the, to create an environment where the, the adaptions are being made to fit the needs of the region opposed to just kind of that standard, okay, this is the K through 12 curriculum and it either fits or it doesn't fit. Well, I know um, with the grant that we're partnering with Loudon, we are um, the first school divisions, our two school divisions are the first to do this. So wow. we're really going to be the model, for hopefully for other divisions in the state of Virginia to see how this pipeline works, see how we're offering these um, courses for our students and really building that internship piece of it to, to have those skills have students have their work-based learning and hands-on job skills um, and I you know a lot of the companies I've talked to are a little bit hesitant sometimes about it um, having high school students come on yeah. they do see the need of it so I'm excited that Chesapeake is going to be a model for other divisions along the way to kind of let them know we can show them best practices and the best way to kind of get this done that's great and I think speaking to the other side of that with CTE as a whole, um, yeah. you know, we one of the things that we really rely on, we, we have a CTE advisory council comprised yeah. of business leaders from around, you know, Chesapeake, but around the area. Um, and then we also um, partner with, with Tidewater Community College because yeah. they are, we are all kind of looking at the trends of the area. You know, we're yes. in a, um, in a, a military field area, we're in a maritime field area. So there are a lot of things that we need to, we've adapted to, yeah. um, you know, in adding, like we have a, a welding program at our Chesapeake Career Center. Oh, wow. um, and the welding program has a pre-apprenticeship program that students can be a part of and, okay. and start working with businesses. Um, from the model from that, um, along with, the, again, the, the cooperation with Tywater Community College, um, our HBAC program um, has a similar thing where students are able to um, go in and, and really get to work and, yeah. and get in with those businesses. Because uh, if we talked a little bit before we started, you know, um, if a student can start in with a business and really start that groundwork of what they want to be doing, 
um, the businesses will train and the businesses yeah. will help them get to where they need to be. Um, and they're able to come in and, and, and start, you know, as an 18, 19 year old, you know, depending on labor restrictions and things like that, but looking <laughs> at um, coming in and, and starting in their field yeah. and, and make a, a, a great career wage, yeah. um, you know, because there is a difference between, you know, what you're going to make as a, as making a salary is mm-hmm. really where we're going, where we want students to be at that point. So our career center, our Chesapeake Career Center, um, has has a workforce development coordinator that's on site and wow. is helping with um, getting students prepared and for interviewing skills, those yeah. soft skills that they need. Yeah. Um, a Virginia initiative was was um, work based um, learning is work based learning, but also in looking at workplace readiness skills. Yeah. And so um, there are a lot of students who need some support in how to shake a hand, how to look somebody in the <laughs> eye when they're talking to them, how to create a resume. How to dress when they're going out, you know, into the workforce. Yeah. And so we want to help the businesses um, have students that are coming in that are that are prepared, that yeah. are ready to be employed. And again, that they may may need some training. They may need that part of it, but they're coming in with those soft skills that they need to get started and be successful. That's great. Um, and so that really is one of the big things we're working yeah, on as well. That's one. I know a lot of adults who wouldn't mind going through <laughs> some of those programs. So the um, and and you talk about like the soft skills versus the hard skills but i think ironically i had not that long ago we had one of our our bigger um hvac companies in the community that happened to be uh, based in chesapeake that was on the the show and and one of the things i was struck by when i walked through the facility is the fact that that like when you think of hvac when you think of plumbing uh, you think of the the hard skills the the hands-on aspect of it and yet so much of what they now do is built around technology and computer science and and the math skills that go along with that. And I was just so totally struck by that. Um, So is when the, when the students go through the CTE to your point with the the computer science, is there overlap sometimes with the different programs and how you all structure it to kind of match that or, or, or are they able to kind of, pick and choose based on kind of what they think they may enjoy? Like how much flexibility is there with the students? Um, well, I think as far as student selection, a lot of times it depends on, you know, we do um, in middle school, and actually in, in elementary school, they do um, a academic career plan to kind of see where they want to go oh, nice. through the guidance or through our school counseling office. Um, and then the other thing is in our CTE courses, we all have the same um, beginning um, work-based learning competencies. Gotcha. Okay. So that's kind of a similar. And then of course, students will go on into to their path on which which area they're interested in. Yeah. And you did make up a good point as far as the HVAC and a lot of it is technology. And I've been, that's one of the points I guess I really want to get across and my main focus this year is really to bring awareness about computer science. But really computer science is such a uh, general term really when we're talking about it we're really talking about I actually had a meeting yesterday with one of I we actually also have a advisory board for computer science and one of the co-chairs um, is Miss Vitale who's on our Chesapeake City Council yes. and she made a really good point that she feels like that maybe some narrative needs to be done as far as discussing computer science is really about technology yeah. and cybersecurity and that there's so many businesses or so many job opportunities. The students don't realize when you talk about computer science that pretty much any job they're going to have um, once they finish is going to be revolved around a computer. Yeah. So our goal is really to kind of get these students, I know we're starting with, um, ter- you know, most of our schools are starting to do one-to-one with Chromebooks and really getting that, te- that technology out there. So. 
but back to your question, I think it, um, Anna can add to that as far as um, what the, the courses have in line. You know, we do have that work-based learning skills for in all the classes, and then students kind of pick in a career plan where they want to go, and yeah. we do offer career pathways as well in our in our district. That's wonderful. Yeah, and, and two points to that. One is in, in our Chesapeake High Schools, uh, we're on a four-by-four four block schedule. So um, in a student's career, they have 32 credit options to take. Um, and, yeah. and so obviously for graduation, they don't need that many credits depending on which diploma they're getting. So there is a lot of um, opportunity to explain, uh, expand for um, exploration to yeah. kind of, you know, a band student or an orchestra student may have a few less options because that's what they're choosing to do. But because of that, we have a lot of, a lot of space um, for students to, to do some trial and error on, you know, I think I'm going to like this, get in there. I'm in there for a semester and nope, I really don't like it. Yeah. I'd much rather find it out, you know, as a 10th or 11th grader as opposed to, you know, getting into a trade school or something like that. Yeah. So um, I think that really gives us a lot of expansion on what they're able to, what they're able to take and kind of hone in on on um, what is needed. But to talk on the other point of that, um, the, just the transition, um, our auto tech program at our career center, um, you think of a, a, a mechanic, you know, when it used to be a mechanic was all wrenches and, you know, going in and under the hood all dirty. Well, they are very computer based. Yes. And when you go into any of your, um, you know, major car places getting your car fixed, which everyone is, needs that. <laughs> That's happen. why I can't work on my exactly. truck. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and so it, it relies on computers. Yeah. I mean, and so, um, you know, to Lori's point, it really is, there's a lot of computer science and, and STEM. It's across the board. Yeah. So it's the technical skills to be able to go in and, and, and kind of hone that career choice. And, yeah. you know, again, the, um, that's just one example. There are many others. When we start talking about our, um, our career center and our, even our high school classes, there mm -hmm. are some, just a lot of things that you thought you were going to. We were talking about um, engineering or architecture before. You know, if you, you could, used to be able to board draw and you could make whatever you want. Well, now if you can't use AutoCAD, you're not gonna, you, know, you aren't gonna be successful yeah. in that. And that's one of the things that one of the areas that our, our classes really cover is is the Autodesk um, software, which is you know, Inventor and Revit and all those type of things. The yeah. students are getting that exposure. Um, so again, that is that's a kind of the technological changes um, over the past um, years to yeah. allow students to really get and delve into that. Gotcha. Well, and and I I could not get through an episode with two educators without making sure to say that you all are just absolutely amazing heroes at this point. The fact that y'all have been able to do what you do in the environment that we are in. Um, I mean, I, I complain sometimes about what I got to do on a day-to-day, -day, and then I talk to a teacher, and I'm like, okay, never mind. Um, but from that standpoint, how have, especially with a program that is very hands-on, whether it's on a computer or whether it is uh, a, 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 what we know is a traditional skills base, how have you been able to adapt the programs to, to under the current situation? Well, and really our teachers and our administrators are the heroes in this thing. I mean, yes. the, and the teachers that are on in the classrooms every day, um, you know, a blended learning model when you have some students in the building with you, some students are at home learning, um, has definitely um, forged its challenges. I mean, there, there, there's no, no way around that. Our teachers really have, um, you know, I think looked at uh, what are the skills they need, um, yeah. what are we able as supervisors, as coordinators, able to help them get. Um, we One of the things we had to do was we had to, we have our software-based classes. Well, if a student's not in the classroom with where the software is, yeah. um, we've got to get that software to them. 
Um, so we had to make some arrangements to make that happen, to get Autodesk and QuickBooks and um, Adobe um, products in their hands, because yeah. if they don't have it, they're not getting it and they can't be successful in those credential tests. Um, but the teachers really have had to adapt um, in, you know, their, their lesson structures. Um, yeah. And, you know, sometimes you, you think, oh, I'll never be able to do this. And then they come back and they're like, oh, you know, that really worked out well. Yeah. Um, so I, I think technology has supported us in that. Um, yeah. our, our school district has supported us in that. Um, our, our IT department has been amazing in, in the one-to-one initiative, yes. kind of pushing that forward with our students, um, providing um, cameras that move in the classroom so they're following the teacher as they instruct because you know wow. if you if the camera was on you the whole time and you were over here instructing it would be hard so yeah. um so so students that are at home can see that's great um so again just a lot of um adaptations that have had to happen yeah. just a little bit quicker but i think in the end um after we get through all of this we're going to see how much it has really opened education up yeah uh to be um you know again more technological and adaptable than, than what we ever were. But yeah. it really is our um, our teachers that are just amazing and creating um, an educational environment for those students to continue learning in really a hands-on um, type setting is yeah. really what we're used to. Right? Yeah. Well, shout yeah. out to the teachers. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So along that line, as, you, as we talk about ad- adaptation, um, and, and either of you are welcome to, to address this, but what do you see kind of as the future going on? Because, I mean, I know in my case, I look at this from where I was and now what the CTE is, and it's like, it's just, it's amazing the, the transformation that has taken place. But as we move forward, do you see, what do you see as maybe some more opportunities that might be out there? I, I definitely see it uh, moving and going in a great direction. I think, like um, Anna mentioned, I think even though this has been a trying time, and of course we've had wonderful teachers and our administrators and IT department really put us where we need to be, um, I definitely think it's going to open up and we're going to see, and I think the computer science initiative has really come at a good time because yeah. we're really seeing that technology is so important. Um, one of the things I've noticed being that we were awarded this grant right uh, back in December 2019, and then COVID kind of hit. Um, when I meet with the Loudoun County and I meet with people at, at with the Go Virginia grant, they've all been amazed about how much we've still been able to accomplish do it with COVID. Wow. And it's because I think that there's so many businesses that people see the need for it. So yeah. I just definitely see there's so many di- more programs. I know Anna can mention a little bit about we have some additional programs that we're going to be offering next year um, in Chesapeake. And I definitely see it growing and being um, more awareness is what our main goal is and really kind of gearing those kids for those work-based learning so they can go right in and be, you know, enter the workforce here, or build the workforce we have in our Hampton Roads area. Gotcha. Well, and along those lines, uh, you, you were going to address some of the different programs. Yes, and, and again, we look at, um, as I mentioned, the advisory council, we mentioned Tyler Community College, we, we talk a lot about um, what does our area need? Um, yeah. What are, you know, what are the deficits that we're seeing and, and what what can we prepare students for to get them a job and stay in our region? You know, yeah. what's what's available? Yeah. Um, so a couple different new classes that we're going to be offering next year. Um, we have an early childhood education um, curriculum that will be coming about, and it's a dual nice. enrollment opportunity. Nice. Um, it will be at our Chesapeake Career Center, um, but it's a two-year program where students will um, learn about early childhood, which will be um, pre-K through second grade, okay. um, and then also get the opportunity to to go out and, and um, have some internship or mentorship-type opportunities within wow. that. Um, and again, there the 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 push from the state um, has really come about with early childhood. The the recognition of what 
what is needed out there. Um, yeah. But along with that, the Virginia Childhood Education Foundation has a Pathfinder Scholarship for students to apply for, um, which will assist them in paying for the dual enrollment opportunities as they go through. And oh, wow. even into, if they decide to move into two or four year, um, the transfer of that, um, those programs and being able to get those paid for as they go through, which wow. is which is huge yeah. because, um, again, talking about not having debt, um, you know, <laughs> it's that's you know that's amazing to come yeah. out with. Um, but as a part of our program, they will be able to sit for um, the a CDA. Um, it's actually a career study certificate in preschool, um, which is equivalent to the CDA credential. Okay. Um, so it'll allow them to come out and again then move into if they choose to. Um, to two or four year um, to school from there. Wow, so that's great. And I know uh, it was interesting. I, I had mentioned to Anna um, after I was at the Chesapeake Chamber meeting with you guys the other day that it was brought up in that meeting that with especially with the way COVID is and people having to work that the need for child care yes. and early child and that was mentioned at that meeting and I really thought it was a great um, and I mentioned I came back and mentioned it that that's something we're going to be offering next year. So it's, it's I'd like you know to I know I mentioned it that day yeah. and I think one of the uh, members had spoken up that worked for a child care center as far as wanting to partner with us because you know he had mentioned that um, there is definitely a need now especially with parents work schedules mm -hmm. are um, so demanding so I think it's a great thing that we're gonna be offering our students and then back to the community as well yeah, yeah. and then so with that we have another course um, emergency medical tele telecommunications um, wow. and looking at our region and our um, public safety um, we have looked to partner with Chesapeake Police Department um, along uh, with Chief Wright and along yeah. with, um, I have to get make sure I get the name right, Major Heckler, um, who's the commanding officer for the support bureau, Chesapeake Police Department, in preparing students to be a 911 dispatcher, um, okay. and which is an area that um, Chesapeake and around our region have seen as a, an area that um, we need to build that workforce up. Yeah. Um, and so students would be able to go through the coursework, um, sit for the state licensure um, as a student, and if they're successful with that, then move into a training program to be a 911 dispatcher. Wow. Um, so it's it's an exciting program. It's a one-year program. It'll also be at our Chesapeake Career Center. Um, but students can um, would apply to come in and be a part of that. And again, then go into a, a career choice. Um, and it would be definitely something that um, I think we will uh, keep that partnership going with them. We have a firefighting program that's already in place. We have an EMT program already in place. So it kind of completes that public nice. safety yeah. um, facet of what we offer. Oh, that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. Well, before we wrap up, um, whether it's uh, businesses that, that are looking for workforce uh, growth in the market, whether it's families that are just want to know more about it because, of the, because of their children are getting in, where do they reach out to? Who do they talk to? Well, for us, um, under the leadership of our director, um, Dr. Debbie Henley Stukes, she yeah. she is always willing to talk to folks about about <laughs> CTE because she is passionate. She's a, a former CTE student yeah. and educator, so she's always um, willing to talk with folks about it. Um, our office, our our office. Um, our CTE office is on Cedar Road, uh, right near the school administration building. We're always willing to talk to parents and or students. Um, our Chesapeake Career Center is also a great resource to reach out for students who are looking. It's most of their courses are available for 11th and 12th grade students. Okay. So, but there really is a lot to talk about with the path to get there. Yeah. Um, you know, what would be good for me to do in middle school to get myself ready? Yeah. Um, what can I do prepare for in my ninth and tenth grade years to be ready to take those classes because they are. Um, double block courses so they take a little bit more of their time of their high school yeah. um, schedule um, our school counselors are also great resources um, in all of our schools to assist with with questions but 
um, always reaching out. They can always follow us on any of our social media pieces because they can see a lot of the fun things that are going on. And yeah. um, and if it's an interest of their student, you know, reach out from there. Um, okay. Absolutely looking to looking forward. We always like to talk to parents and students. Parents will always say, I know when I used to, when I was a teacher and they would come into open house, like, why didn't we ever have this when I was in school? And, you know, like, I don't know. I wish we had. So um, it is, it's just really that awareness is the biggest piece of what we're looking at and and letting folks know about what we do and and all that can offer um, for our community. Perfect. Yeah, and I would love just to mention again, for anybody who's interested as far as a business or company that would like to partner with us. Um, for, as far as our internship program or even coming in, um, I'm, I'm trying to reach out to find different businesses that might want to come in and do some guest speaking um, to kind of engage with our students. So I'd love, you know, to contact us again at the RCT office, which Perfect. is on Cedar Road. Um, and that'd be great. Wonderful. Well, Lori, Anna, thank you so much for joining thank us. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the conversation. Thanks again to you and the entire uh, school system for all you all do for our students and our mm-hmm. families. Um, and thank you for taking the time to talk to our listeners at Take Talks Business. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thank, thank you, you so much.